Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. We're joined by Dr. Lily Brown. She is the director of the Center for the Study and Treatment of Anxiety at Penn Medicine. Joins us to talk about dealing with grief over the holidays. Dr. Brown, good morning. Thanks so much for having me this morning. Yep, it is a pleasure. So, you know, it's the most wonderful time of the year. White Christmas, Jingle Bells, Mistletoe, all of that stuff. Uh, Christmas movies with people falling in love, like all of that uh, happens around this time of year. But there are some people who are dealing with loss, uh, people who are dealing with um, situations that have changed, people who are, are really struggling um, to try to get through. Are those people forgotten during the holidays, Dr. Brown? I think sometimes they are. And I think sometimes, as you alluded to, we have this expectation of this being such a wonderful time of year. And for the people around us who are struggling with loss of relationships that they thought that they would have this time of year, loss of people in their lives, it can cause a lot of complicated emotions. And it can be hard when everyone around you seems so jolly and merry when you're struggling internally with that loss. Yeah. So so how do you as the individual who's dealing with loss, what are some of the coping mechanisms that you can use during this time of year uh, to deal with that? I think the first thing is recognizing that the way that you're coping with loss today might look different than the way that you need to cope with it tomorrow. We go through these different stages of how we cope with grief and with loss. Sometimes we're in a place of being in denial about whether this loss is, is really happening. Sometimes we're angry about it, which is justified. Sometimes we're in a place of wanting to bargain and, and make it not so. And sometimes we're in a place of relative acceptance. And so depending on where you're at, you might need a different kind of strategy to help you get through the day. And you might find that you bounce back and forth between these stages. So the first step is to really be more aware of where you're at in your grieving process. Mm -hmm. um, the second thing is to think more about how your emotions are driving your behavior. Mm -hmm. Because a typical um, pattern in any kind of mental health is to be on the lookout for what we call mood dependent behavior. Okay. And so that's the idea that because I'm feeling a certain emotion, I'm tempted to do this behavior, whether mm. that's substance use or mm. reaching out to people that aren't healthy for me. And I'm using these strategies to help me feel better now. But in the long run, they might backfire. Yeah. And so instead, you might want to focus on paying attention to how you want to honor this loss, how you want to honor this person who's important to you and not just react, react, react to your emotion. No, that's good, because I think that for a lot of us, we want instant gratification. We want to instantly feel better. Um, and, you know, it might feel good in the moment, but then afterward, those feelings return along with the feelings of guilt for engaging in whatever it was that you try to do with for instant gratification. You sound just like a therapist. That's exactly <laughs> what <laughs> that's what we say to our patients all the time. That you know, the, the rule of thumb is whatever is working now to make me feel better, it tends to backfire. And yeah. sometimes it backfires with a vengeance and it makes it so much harder for us to find a way to reconnect to our values. Mm. So it's really important to keep your eye on what your long-term goals are as opposed to what's going to help me feel better in this moment. Yeah. So for the people who are around the person who's grieving or the person who's dealing with loss, what should they do to try to help? Yeah, well, the first thing to recognize is that 
as many as one in two people might be grieving, you know, depending on how we're defining grieving. Um, with more recent losses, those statistics are lower. But grief is a complicated process. It can be years that people are sucked into really complicated emotions in the aftermath of a person who they've loved who's no longer here. So maybe defaulting from uh, the first place from the perspective that maybe most of those around us are actually struggling with changes in how they feel about the holidays in light of the people that they might have lost mm. or might have a new relationship with this year in a way that makes things complicated. Mm -hmm. I think it's always important to non-judgmentally listen to people when they want to talk but not to push them to talk if they don't want to talk. Okay. You also don't need to know exactly what to say. And sometimes trying to find just the right words ends up leaving you feeling like you've put your foot in your mouth. Mm -hmm. What's most important is to validate, to say, I'm here, I understand, and to let the person talk if they want to. No, that's, that's great advice. Um, you know, in terms of um, those get-togethers, when people come together around Christmas, I know a number of people and, and my family are no longer here. And so it, it just looks different. It feels different. How as a group do you deal with those changes when, when people aren't, aren't here anymore? Yeah, I love I love inviting families to reflect on that question as a group. Mm. And, you know, you could do this in a really informal way to say, you know, given that dad's not around anymore or Aunt Jill isn't here anymore, what do we want to do to honor her memory this year? Mm -hmm. um, what do we want to take from the traditions of years past and carry forward? But what do we what do we want to change in the future? Because our family is now different and that's important and and might need um, a new way of celebrating these holidays, given that our families have been changed forever as a result of this loss. Yeah. So one of the things that happens in families, I know it's happened in my family. I was the one with the little kids and now my little kids are grown. Um, and now other people have have little kids. And so they are establishing some some different things. So, you know, how do you cope with when those traditions begin to change because your family's changed? You know, I think that um, when people are struggling with change around the holidays, sometimes it comes from these expectations that are unrealistic about how things should be. Mm -hmm. I think that's true about a lot of suffering in our lives that we hold fast and hold tight to this belief that things should be this way, things should be that way. And when they're not, it can be really challenging. And so I think instead inviting us to... Um, to take into consideration the reality of life being what it is. Mm -hmm. And with new little ones, that they're going to have new needs that we're going to have to accommodate for, which is fun and exciting, but also can be really hard when we also wish that, wish that other people from our family were around. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I like people during the holidays to, to give themselves permission to have a moment every day, maybe 10 minutes every day, to let yourself feel whatever you need to feel. Because the holidays are exhausting. Yeah. So much is needed from us during the holiday season, during a time that's supposed to be fun. Mm -hmm. And so the more you can give yourself a little bit of breathing space to, to do what you need to do for yourself every day, the more resilient you're going to feel to be there for the family that needs you. Yeah, that's that's great advice. Absolutely. So I know that there are some clinical trials that are coming up uh, that are open to participants. Tell us about them. 
we have a couple. Right now, we have one study that's focusing on suicide risk reduction, so trying to prevent suicide mm -hmm. among um, young people who identify as part of the LGBTQ plus um, population. And the idea behind this study is trying to help young people who might have gotten disconnected from their family of origin um, to um, get connected to a chosen family, get connected to their community, and to help find um, important reasons to stay alive and move in a direction that's meaningful for them. So that's a study that's ongoing right now. Mm -hmm. We also have some studies focused on people coping with the aftermath of trauma and uh, recovering from that trauma and struggling with post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. And in both both of these studies, people get access to different kinds of treatments to help them with whatever they're going through at this moment. And if people are interested, they can access our website to learn more information. Oh, that's great. Um, I want to thank you so much uh, for joining us this morning and, and just giving us some, some real direction on how to deal with uh, grief over the uh, course of the holidays. That's Dr. Lily Brown. She's the director and of the Center for the Study and Treatment of Anxiety at Penn Medicine. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.